You are listening to Victory Alabang Podcast. God gives us the grace to live lives according to His will. Know more about setting an example for the next generation in this message by Pastor Edre Kanda and Roldan Hilbuena. Last week po, pinag-usapan po natin yung buhay ni Daniel. And we talked about him because of his resolve not to defile himself. He became ten times better than all the people around him, than all than the, than the rest of his generation. He was ten times better in knowledge, in wisdom, in understanding. And ako po naniniwala na hindi lang po siya ten times better. Ang kapataan po natin, hindi lang po nire-raise up ni God to be ten times better than their peers, their classmates. And ito po yung nasa puso ko rin na ang next generation po, God is raising up the next generation to be ten times better or even more than us. The current generation. Minsan po, mahirap tanggapin yun. Dahil po, our sinful nature, tayo pong lahat, kasama po ako dito, meron po tayong sinful nature. At dahil po sa sinful nature na to, ang tendency po talaga natin is tumingin sa kabataan at sabihin, eh, walang pag-asa yan. Ganyan yan. Mas magaling yung generation namin. Yung bata po ako, naririnig ko po. Ang 70s daw. Mas, magagaling, mas maganda daw ang music ng 70s generation kesa sa 80s. Tama ba? Ang mga 80s daw, sabihin nila, yung mga 90s, mas mayamang kami kaysa sa mga na- nasa 90s generation. Yung mga nasa 90s, titingnan nila yung next generation na lang, sabihin nila, mas maganda at mas gwapo kami kaysa sa susunod na generation. It's it, lahat po ng tao may tendency na tumingin sa next generation at sabihin, mas magaling kami sa inyo. Pero hindi po yun ang sinabi ng Bible. Hindi po ganon ang biblical way of thinking. In fact, sabi po ni Jesus sa, John, sa book of John 14 verse 12, si Jesus na puto, sabi niya, sabi niya, Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me and will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these. Si Jesus, kausap niya po yung mga disciples niya, yung next generation niya. At sinabi niya, you will do greater things than what I have done. That kind of security, that kind of encouraging, uh, affirming power of Christ towards His next generation, telling them, you will, be, you will be doing greater things than what I have been doing. This is the biblical way of looking into the next generation and looking at them and seeing them. You will be ten times and even more better than me and my current generation. You know, I want to show you this, these pictures. Imagine po, no one... No one, what if no one po lumapit sa mga taon to, reached out to them? Kilala niyo po ba sila? Si Pastor, umamaya ko na po sasabihin ko sino po yung nakamaiksing shorts ha. It's Pastor Ariel. Okay, Pastor Chico, Pastor Carlo is somewhere here. Si Pastor King. That's Pastor Jonathan. And of course, the one and only. <laughs> Pero imagine niyo po. Nung mga panahong punto, wala pong nakakaalam na magiging pastor sila ng victory. That they will be reaching out to thousands of souls. What if no one approached them and reached out to them and told them, you will be ten times better than what we're doing. You, you will do greater things than what the current generation is doing. Ito pong mga panahong to, wala pong nakakita na mangyayari sa kanila. But someone reached out to them 
Ngayon, tingnan nyo po, if you're right next to a high school or a college student, we have no idea what God is preparing for that person. That teenager that you have at home. They're ten times better. And yan po ang pinaniniwalaan natin. Come on, let's give God the best praise that we can give. At yan po bilang church, ang pinaniniwalaan natin. Kaya po, uh, this past summer, we had several trainings for our young people, um, our youth service, and then we have a... Uh, we, we had several trainings in communication. Tinuruan po namin sila mag-preach. Tinuruan po ni Pastor Sunny sila mag, magsilita in, in, on stage and to really exhort. We had trainings in apologetics, how to defend the faith against other religions, against atheism, against you know certain other religions around the world. Tinuruan din po silang mag, in, uh, in a training called MITP, uh, Intercession Praying. Young people, praying together. Napakasarap po tingnan, di ba? Kasi minsan ng kabataan, pag nakikita natin, pray, hindi naman ginagawa ng kabataan yan eh. But we have young people really coming to God and praying more than anything. And we ha- actually had a graduation last summer as well. And um, not only that, this past few years, we have been sending teams all around Asia to do mission work. Young people, some of them public school students, raising up their funds, believing God. We have we, we sent teams to Cambodia, Malaysia, Timor Leste, and Vietnam. Young people who would dare to believe God for more. More than the you know, more than the situation around them, they dare to believe God for more. Why? Because God is raising up a generation that is ten times better. But here's the question. Why would God raise up a generation that is ten times better than their peers or ten times better than us? Okay, we can be talk, talking about 10 times better pagdating sa finances, mas magaling sila maghandle ng pera, o mas matalino sila, o mas may skill sila, o mas may talent sila. Pero ganito po, pag hindi po natin naintindihan yung totoong meaning, bakit God is raising up a generation 10 times better than us, kahit po mas matalino pa yung kabataan na yan, kahit po mas magaling, kahit mas skilled, pag hindi po nila naintindihan yung totoong meaning why God is raising up them as 10 times better, it will all mean nothing. This is not actually a preaching of arrogance, young people. Hindi kayo pwedeng lumapit sa magulang nyo ngayon at sabihin, hindi ako makikinig sa'yo dahil 10 times better ako. In fact, kaya kayo magiging 10 times better is because of the foundation your parents have laid out for you. Actually, I want to honor my mom. She's here right now. The foundation that they've laid up for me growing up and for my brother is what I'm standing on and I'm building on. That's why yung generation after you, kabataan, will be 10 times better than you. So what is this reason God made for this generation to be 10 times better? That's what we're going to be talking about today. Let's open up our Bibles as we continue in the book of Daniel. Daniel 2. We're going to be reading from verses 1 to 6. And it says here, In the second year of his reign, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams. His mind was troubled and he could not sleep. So the king summoned the magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers to tell him what he had dreamed. When they came in and stood before the king, he said to them, I have had a dream that troubles me and I want to know what it means. Then the astrologers answered the king, May the king live forever. Tell your servants a dream, and we will interpret it. Pero talagang may topak lang po yung king. Ito po yung sabi niya. The king replied to the astrologers, This is what I have firmly decided. 
if you do not tell me what my dream was and interpret it, parang ganito yan, eh, no? papasok ka sa isang classroom, sasabihin ng teacher mo, may exam tayo, ito, blank sheet of paper, sagutan mo, hulaan mo yung tanong ko. <laughs> Sinong teacher gagawa nun? Pero si King Nabucadnezzar, yun yung pinapagawa niya literally dito sa mga wise men na to. Meron akong dream, i-interpret nyo, hindi ko sasabihin sa inyo kung ano yung dream. Hulaan nyo kung ano yung dream. Pag hindi nyo naulaan, I will have you cut into pieces <laughs> and your houses turned into piles of rubble. But if you tell me the dream and explain it, you will receive from me gifts and rewards and great honor. So tell me the dream and interpret it for me. Siyempre, walang maka-interpret. Lahat sila, imposible po yung pinapagawa nyo. Walang pwedeng gumawa niyan. Walang pwedeng magsabi sa'yo kung ano yung dream mo. Hindi namin may interpret hanggang hindi mo sinasabi sa amin. Because of that, in verse 12, this made the king so angry and furious that he ordered the execution of all the wise men of Babylon. So the decree was issued to put the wise men to death. And men were sent to look for Daniel, here comes Daniel again, and his friends to put them to death. So si Daniel, from our lesson last week, from our topic last week, nagka-problema na siya. But he, had to, he, diso- he resolved not to defile himself with the king's food. And he became ten times better. And years after, ito na naman. May, tamang, may tama na naman yung king. At ipapapatay na siya. Ipapapatay na lahat ng tao sa generation niya in Babylon. Lahat ng wise men, lahat ng colleagues niya, lahat ng peers niya. Here's, I want to present this case to you parents. Even to the young people. Pero mostly to parents. Meron pong nagaganap na gera sa labas. A war that is after the destruction of this next generation. The world is out to get you, young people. The world is out to destroy you. What does that mean? I want to show some statistics here. Just last January 2013, there are now 12 AIDS cases per day being introduced. Reported cases, 12 new cases per day. Majority are from ages 20 to 29. This is not a worldwide statistic. This is just the Philippines sample. Next. The Philippines ranks number 8 in the world for the biggest consumption. Internet porn. Mostly from 12 to 17 years old. Actually, the worldwide average na ma- anong ilang taon na i-introduce ang kabataan sa porn is 11 years old. Another. According to studies, the leading cause of death in the Western Pacific region, kasama po ang Pilipinas doon, is suicide in the ages of 15 to 39. At sa Philippines po, majority of suicide cases are below 24 years old. Mga manggulang. Sa nagaganap po na gera sa labas para sa buhay ng ating mga kabataan. Tatlo lang po ang pwede mangyari sa mga kabataan natin. Either they will fall into this statistic, kasama sila dito sa pinag-uusapan nating statistics na to. Yung mga kabataan nyo sa bahay. Pwedeng sila yung grupong wala kaming pake, wala kaming ginagawa. Or they will become a part of this generation that will choose to stand up and look at this statistic and tell them, we're gonna be changing that. We're gonna look that in, in its face and tell it, you're not gonna happen to us. You're not gonna happen to our generation. Alin po yung kabataan natin? 
Tayo po ang mamimili noon bilang mga magulang. Doon po ba sila sa statistic? Sila po ba yung walang ginagawa? O sila yung magsa-stand up to do what's right? Ito po yung nangyari sa buhay ni Daniel. If we skip several verses after, makikita po natin in verse 46 to 49. Ipapapatay na po si Daniel. Pero in verse 46, sabi dito, Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell prostrate before Daniel. Nahulog, bumagsak po siya sa harapan ni Daniel. Lumuhod po siya. Before Daniel and paid him honor and ordered that an offering and incense be presented to him. The king said to Daniel, Surely your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings and revealer of mysteries, for you were able to reveal this mystery. Then the king placed Daniel in a high position and lavished many gifts on him. He made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon and placed him in charge of all its wise men. Next verse. Moreover, at Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego administrators over the province of Babylon while Daniel himself remained at the royal court. What happened? Bakit? Nung unang part ng chapter, ipapapatay na sila. And all of a sudden, several verses after, the king is honoring them already. Tinataas na sila, pinagmamalaki sila sa buong empire of Babylon. And, in fact, they were able to save the entire generation. What happened? Ano yung ginawa nila? Anong aksyon yung ginawa ni Daniel? How did he stand up for this generation? And to that, I want to show you how this generation, the next generation is actually 10 times better than us. I will be sharing this stage with a student and he will be preaching to you this morning. He's uh, one of our leaders from uh, Mapua Institute of Technology. He's leading a victory group there. He's leading a victory group here. He's one of our student preachers as well. So with no further ado, let me welcome Roldan Gilbrena. Thank you, Pastor Edray. Uh, magandang umaga po. Ako po si Dan. Opo, ako po si Dan. And magandang umaga po ulit. And sige po, Ubusan na po natin na sinasabi po ni Pastor Edrie kanina na umaksyon ho si Daniel. Sinabi na po niya yung kinalabasan na hindi sila na-execute, hindi ho sila napatay ni King Nebuchadnezzar. So pag-usapan po natin kung ano yung ginawa ni Daniel para i-save yung generation niya. How did he stand up for his generation? And sa atin po ngayon, how are we going to stand up for our generation? Yung po yung pag-uusapan natin ngayon. Sabi po dito, Daniel 2, Verse 17 to, 9, to 18, Then Daniel returned to his house and explained the matter to his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. He urged them to plead for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery, so that he and his friends may not be executed with the rest of the wise men in Babylon. So ito po, nakita po ni Daniel na ipapapatay sila ni King Nebuchadnezzar. Because may topak nga daw, masyadong mahirap yung tanong. So ipapatay sila, then what Daniel did was, um, umuwi po siya and nagpray po siya. Nanalangin ho siya. Nakita ho natin na nung nakita niyo yung problema, shucks, papatayin kami. Nakita niya ho yun, hindi na po siya kumaliwa or kumanan, but he prayed. He immediately prayed. Tayo po ba? Pag meron ho tayong problema, pag dumaan ho tayo sa medyo masikip na parte ng buhay natin, do we pray? Or complain muna bago pray? Or discard mo na. Pag pumalpak or pag palpak na palpak na, saka lang magpipray. Is prayer our first and initial response towards our problem? Just like Daniel. I have this friend po. 
sa school. Nag-aaral pa po ako. Sama po nga po. And, hindi po ba halata? And meron po ang klase, nag-compute po kami ng grade namin. Siguro students, makakarelate po kayo. Even the parents, nag-compute po kami ng grade namin. And nung nag-compute po kami ng grade namin, nakita po niya na kahit mataas yung makuha niya sa final exam, is medyo tagilid siya para pumasa sa subject na yon. So, nakita po niya yung problema. Ang ginawa po niya, naging hopeless na po agad siya and nagaya siya ng inuman. Siyempre, hindi ako sumama. Mag-preach ako ngayon eh. <laughs> Pero, Pero seryoso po yun. Hindi po talaga ako sumama. And then, ang nangyari po, teka lang po, ang nangyari po, ah, uh, ayun po, nagpakalasing na lang po yung klasiko. Hindi sa sad story pala. Sad story to. Kasi naglasing na lang po siya. And then, hindi po siya nakapag-take na ng final exam. Of course, bumagsak po siya. And I got this question in my head. Bakit kaya hindi siya nag-pray? Ano kaya yung posibleng rason kung bakit hindi nagpa-pray ang isang tao? Tama ba? Bakit kaya, ano kaya posibleng rason, ba't hindi nagpa-pray? Number one, siguro po kasi, siguro lang po ah, siguro po, hindi po tayo naturuan kung paano mag-pray. Hindi po natin alam first and foremost kung ano ba talaga yung prayer. Na prayer is actually, basically, when we talk to God. Yun po yung prayer. Hindi, di ba, ang prayer dapat mahaba. Dapat mahaba yan kasi yung friend ko nga, pag nagpray kakain na lang kami, napunta pa sa friend ng friend ko, pinagpray niya na yung iba't iba ko pang friends. Alam ko, pag prayer dapat mahaba. Anak, di ba po yung prayer dapat malalalim yung salita? Kabanal-banalan, kaluwalhatian, hindi po. Pag huba nakipag-usap tayo sa parents natin, kailangan, mami, bilingin nyo nga po ko ng kabanal-banalang hamburger or kaluwalhatiang french fry. Hindi ho. But when we talk to God, but when we talk to God, we just actually casually talking to our Heavenly Father. Yun po yan. We, kinakusap lang po natin siya. Pero again, hindi ho masama na mahaba kayo mag-pray. Hindi ho masama na malalim yung prayers nyo. Malalim or mababaw, mahaba or maikli, gets po tayo ni God. That's for sure. That's for sure. And, and siguro po, kaya hindi rin po tayo nag-pray kasi po akala natin, mag-pray lang tayo pag may kailangan tayo. Ako rin po, tinatamaan po ako dito. Akala natin, kapag may hihingin lang tayo, saka tayo magpe-pray. Tandaan po natin na magpe-pray po tayo sa Panginoon, hindi sa Panginoon. Kaya magpray pray tayo kahit na wala tayong kailangan. Actually, dapat mas dapat, mas dapat po tayo magpray kapag wala tayong problema. God, salamat kasi nakatulog po ako kahit kabadong-kabado na ako ngayon. God, sobrang salamat kasi hindi binahay ang bahay. God, sobrang salamat. And with that, we actually prayed. Nag-pray na ho kayo. I want to congratulate you kasi you just did a prayer. And and siguro po, kaya hindi tayo nag-pray kasi wala tayong nakitang example sa bahay. Sa kids, children. Siguro po yung parents natin, hindi tayo na-orient kung paano mag-pray. Hindi tayo na pag-pray. Even once. Which is masakit ho yun. Siguro po yung mga fri- circle of friends natin, young people and parents, siguro sila kumare, sila kumpare, hindi ho, hindi ho nagpa-pray. Hindi prayerful. So bakit tayo magpa-pray? Baka ma-outcast tayo. Pero si Daniel po, sa verse 17, verse 18, he prayed with his friends. He prayed with his victory group. Yung nga, napasok ko na yung victory group. He prayed with his victory group. Kaya yung po yung mga tao na alam yung importansya ng prayer. Na kapag nag-pray ka, hindi ka sabihang baduy naman ito. 
hindi yo kay ito yung mga tao na okay sige we, I will be praying for you bro kasi po ako andito po ako ngayon kabadong kabado pero alam niyo po ang dami ko pong tinext para ipagpray ako kasi really prayer works tama ho ba and hindi ba po ang sarap magpray na may kasama yung may mag-agree sa yes god i agree Yes, God. Amen. I agree. Diba, sarap po. And sabi po sa Matthew 18-19, to If two of you on earth agree on prayer, it will be done by my Father in heaven. Ilan mo sa atin yung may panalangin na gusto matupad? Lahat na tayo siguro. And yun nga po, for sure, mas marami, mas malakas yung impact. Okay po. And siguro po, eto po, medyo mabigat po ito ha. Nakaya ko siguro hindi tayo nagpa-pray. It's because we just don't believe in the power of prayer. Good. May silbi ba tong prayer? May kwenta ba tong prayer? To the young people here, sa mga kabataan, siguro nag-pray ka before, hindi ka na nga pala pray, nag-pray ka pa once, hindi pa na-answer ni God yung prayer mo, the way na, ma-an- na gusto mo siyang ma-answer. Sabi ko, God, God, sana po masa ako dito sa exam ko. God, sabi ko, kailangan na kailangan kong ipasa to para makagraduate na ako. God, sana dito ako sa school na to makapasok kasi bata pa lang ako pangarap ko to. Alam mo yan, God, Eh, hindi nangyari. Bagsak ka pa rin at hindi ka nakapasok sa school na yun. Let me tell you this. Hindi, hindi, dahil doon, hindi naman sinasabing hindi ka na mahal ni God. Hindi ko rin sasabihin sa'yo na hindi ka narinig ni God. At never kong sabihin sa'yo na hindi walang kwenta yung prayer mo. It's just that, siguro, kaya hindi ka pumasa sa subject mo, eh, siguro bagsak talaga. First and foremost, siguro bagsak talaga. Talagang walang-wala. As in, uwing ka kay God ng imposible. Doon kaya niya ibigay yung pos- lahat-lahat na imposible. Pero, totoo si God. <laughs> Parang ako po, pag humiling ako, God, sana paunatin mo yung buhok ko. Eh, kulot talaga yung lahi namin. <laughs> A- alam, yeah. alam ni God, alam ni God yung desire ko, na God, gusto ko naman yung buhok ni Pastor Edre, unat. Eh, gusto ko ganun. Eh, yung mamit daddy ko kulot, ano mangyayari? Eh, siguro, kaya hindi ka nakapasok sa school na, it's because God, has a different plan for your life. Good. And alam po natin lahat na yung plan ni God yung best para sa atin. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm us. So siguro masakit sa una, God, ba't mo naman ako binigo? Pero sabi nga, it's just a bent, not the end. So medyo masakit sa una, pero siguro, panalo to sa huli. For sure. To all the moms, sa mga nanay po na nandito, Alam ko po na napakasarap yung magluto ng agahan, ng tanghalian, ng hapunan. Pero napakasarap po, mas masarap po sa aming mga anak yung ipag-pray nyo po kami bago kami pumasok. Sobra! Sobra! Alam mo ba na nakaka-inspire ho magsagot sa exam nung pinag-pray ako ng mami ko bago ako malis? Tama ba yung mga students? Para inspirado ako kasi pinag-pray ako ng mami ko. To all the dads right here, yung mga nanditong dad, alam ko po tayo mga lalaki, may iniingatan tayong image. Macho tayo. Malakas, natigasin tayo. Pero, hindi, sabi nga po, hindi mababawasan yung pagkalalaki, kamachahan natin when you pray. Come on, come on. Daddies, when you pray for your kids, hindi po bababa yung tingin ng anak nyo sa inyo. In fact, ako po, yung daddy ko po, nandiyo po yung daddy ko eh. Ayun, si daddy. Pwede mo ba tumayo kayo, di? Ayan. Ayan. Ayan yung daddy ko na nung pinag-pray niya po kami, pinag-pray niya po kami, hindi po ako natawa na, ah, si daddy nagpa-pray, wow, ah. hindi po ako natawa, pero, hindi po, hindi po, hindi po talaga ako natawa, pero, napangiti ako, napangiti ako, and then I said to myself, that's my dad. And I'm very, very proud of him. 
Ganon, no? Hindi ba baba yung tingin natin sa mga tatay natin when they pray? But the question is, parents, when was the last time you prayed for your kids? Kailan ho ba yung huling beses na nakita ng anak nyo na pinag-pray nyo sila? Because prayer has an impact for someone's life. And yung power po ng prayer na sinasabi natin, para ma-experience at para ma-enjoy natin yung power na yun, basic principle, kailangan ho, kilala natin yung kinakausap natin. When we talk to God, for you to experience the power of prayer, you need to know God first. You need to know who God is. Kasi kung di mo siya kilala, kahit anong sabihin niya, baka walang effect sa'yo. Baka walang effect sa atin. Pero pag kilala mo si God, which leads me to my second point, which is encounter. That Daniel encountered God, that after praying, uh, sinabi po sa verse niya, that during the night, the mystery was revealed to him in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven. Makikita po natin dito na nung nag-pray po si Daniel, na-reveal sa kanya, nagkaroon siya ng revelation kay God kung ano yung imposibleng dream ni Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel had an encounter with God. Pero ano po ba yung encounter? Ano po ba yung encounter? Actually, diniksyonary ko po siya para mukhang pastor talaga yung datingan. Diniksyonary ko po siya and sabi po sa dictionary na binasa ko, encounter. Sa Tagalog po, enkwentro. Nagka-enkwentro. Pero yung meaning po niya, nadidiksyonary ko nga, uh, it is a casual meeting with a person or a thing. So when you say encounter with God, you meet with God. And alam niyo po, pag na-meet niyo po si God, of course, siguro initial reaction natin, tatayo yung balahibo natin, because that's God. Ako nga, pagkaharap ko yung mga idol ko na musikero or kung sino mang mataas na tao, parang Iba na yung pakiramdam pa, ang saya-saya. Ito, kaharap natin si God, namimit mo si God, malamang talaga kilabutan ka, tumas balahibo mo, magkaroon ka ng goosebumps, and then, you encounter God. But, let me clear this. Hindi porkit, hindi tumayo yung balahibo mo, kasi wala kang balahibo in the first place, hindi ka balbon, eh hindi mo na na-encounter si God. Kasi you can encounter God in such a way na ang dami mo ng problema, punong-puno ka na ng problema, babagsak na yung subject mo, wala na, hopeless na, pero alam mo na may peace ka sa puso mo. Kasi alam mo na kahit anong mangyari, hawak ni God yung buhay mo. At never ka niyang iiwan. Ganun po. In that way, na-encounter mo si God. Peace. Peace sa atin. And, and I believe this what young people and also the parents desperately need today. We need to have a life-changing encounter with God. Ako po, uh, I, had an, I had my personal and unforgettable experience of encounter kay God noong Campus Harvest 2008. Ito po yung Ignite dati. Former name na Ignite, Campus Service. Dito po, ito sa time na papasok po ako ng school, ng college, papasok pa lang po ako. And then, ang dami ko pong takot nun. Takot po ako na baka marijik ako sa college, baka yung mga blackmates ko, mga unat lahat yung buhok, matatangkad, baka marijik ako. Pero na-meet ko si God with the verse na 1 Timothy 4.12 that don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. But set an example. Nung narinig ko yun, ang dami ko naririnig na Shucks, baka matatangkad nga yung kaklase mo, baka mga unat sila, baka, mga bu- baka mukha silang boy next door. Ikaw, uh, ganun din. <laughs> pero, pero ang, ang nangibabo po, eh yung sinasabi sa akin ni God, Son, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. But instead, set an example. And when I had that encounter with God, yung takot ko po, yung, yung burden ko po, 
Okay, God. Papasok ako sa school, sa pinakamagad ng school sa Intramuros, nang alam ko nakasama ko ang pinakamalaking tao sa buong mundo. Bigger than Optimus Prime, stronger than the Man of Steel, and that is God. And, and, and ito, po yung, ito po yung pinakamaganda dito. Ito po yung pinakamaganda. Hindi lang po tayo magkakaroon ng peace, hindi lang po magkakaroon ng kalak- kagalakan sa puso natin when we encounter God, but, what, but when we encounter God, we will receive power. Ito na po yung pinakamaganda. Magkakaroon pala tayo ng power. Imagine, and it's not a power na kapag kaharap mo yung batong green, manghihina ka. Hindi yun. At kapag nahubad mo yung quintas na yun, manghihina ka na. Hindi, hindi po ganito yung power nito. Pero ito po yung power na kahit na laki ng problema mo, mas malaki pa sa'yo, kahit na ang dami-dami niya sa harapan mo, alam mo na sa likod mo, yung pinakamagaling na tao. Na never at never ever kang matatalo ng problema mo. Malamang masaktan tayo. Malamang mahirapan tayo. Pero, alam mo na sa dulo, tapos na yung laban. Alam mo na kayang-kaya mo to because God is in your sight. And, and again, you can only receive that power when you have an encounter with God. Kapag wala pong encounter, ikinalulungkot ko pong sabihin na mahirap makuha tong power na to. Balik ko tayo, hindi natin makukuha yung encounter na to. Hindi, to, hindi ho tayo magkakaroon encounter kung walang prayer. Young people right here, siguro sabihin nyo sa akin, eh, eh, si Daniel yun. Hindi ako mahihain nga ako eh. Siguro, lagi nga ako nasa likod lang eh. Hindi ako makapunta sa unahan na, front, na city. Hindi ako pwede. No, if you're hearing this message, let me tell you this, that you are the Daniel in this generation. You are the Daniel in this generation na you have a role to play for, for this generation to be saved. The parents, sinasabi nga na, uh, sinasabi nga na, ah, yung, lagpas na kayo sa kalendaryo, pero hanggat hindi pa kayo lagpas sa thermometer, it's never too late. It's never too late to pray. It's never too late for, for you to have a life-changing encounter kay God. And I believe, I believe, parents, parents, if you encounter God first, mas madali nating mapakita sa mga anak nyo kung, kung sino si God. So tayo po muna, kayo po muna, parents, aim to have an encounter with God. So again, to summarize all, all these things, when we see problems, when we face problems, simple thing, we just need a pep talk. Prayer, encounter, and power. Can you all give Roldan a hand? Great job, bro. So, alam niyo na po bakit 10 times better your next generation. I mean, at his age, I cannot do that. I will have no guts to do that. Kami pong mga pastor nyo ngayon, during their age, would, iba po probably ginagawa namin. But because of the power that they have and because of the encounter that they have with Christ. Ito po, yung bagay po na na-encounter nila is the same thing that Daniel encountered. Yung encounter niya, especially during the dream, na nakita niya yung dream ni Nebuchadnezzar. Some of you baka nagtatanong, ano po ba, ano ba yung dream ni Nebuchadnezzar? Ganito niyo pa sinasabi. Ano yung dream? Ito po yung dream ni Nebuchadnezzar. Nakakita po siya ng isang mataas na statwa made up of different materials. Gold, uh, silver, bronze, iron, and iron and clay. And then nakakita po, si da- nakakita po yung king ng isang bato mula sa isang bundok. At ito pong batong to ang sumira. This rock destroyed the statue. And Daniel being filled with power because of the meaning of this dream. Sabi niya, this is what the dream meant. 
that the king, the, the different parts of the statue represents different kingdoms that will come after Babylon. Powerful kingdoms that will take over the world. But there will be this rock that will be taken out of the mountain. It will destroy all these kingdoms. And a kingdom will be established forever that can never be destroyed. What is this rock that we're talking about? Better question is, who is this rock? It says in Matthew 16, 16 to 18, Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter. He was saying, you are Peter. It means small rock, a pebble, not the rock that we're talking about. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. What is this rock? This is what Simon Peter said. You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. See, Peter po had a revelation of who Jesus is. This generation po, marami po sa atin nakakakilala kay Jesus. Naririnig nyo na yung pangalang Jesus but not everyone had a revelation kung sino ba talaga si Jesus. Na itong revelation na to, na itong encuentro na to, na pag we encounter Jesus Christ, this is the rock that not even hell can stand against you when you have this rock. Young people, when you get to understand who Jesus is, when you get to encounter Him, not just head knowledge, not just because I'm attending church, you know, my parents are Christians, hindi lang, when you encounter Jesus Christ personally, like what Daniel did, Daniel was born years and years, hundreds of years before, before Jesus came, and yet he encountered the rock. He had a revelation of who Jesus is. Young people, this is the reason why you are being raised up by God ten times better than us. Not just ten times better in skills, not just ten times better in wealth or in other things. God is raising you up Ten times better than us because you will have a ten times better or even more revelation of Christ than when you understand that you will be holding the message, the only message, ang nag-iinsang mensahe na kayang bumago sa mundong to, ang tanging mensahe na pwedeng magligtas sa mga mag-anak natin, sa mga kaibigan natin, sa campuses natin. That is the gospel of Christ. Nothing else. And without the gospel of Christ in us, we can never be 10 times better. We can be 10 times better in other things, but that will not matter. It will mean nothing. And that's our prayer, young people, and for parents. It's not too late. In order for young people to encounter Christ, we need to encounter Christ first. And that's what we're going to see in us. Thank you. We hope you were inspired by that message. Victory believes in investing in the next generation of leaders by reaching out to campuses across the nation through Lifebox. If you want to know more about Lifebox, just inquire at the concierge or simply visit lifebox.ph. Thank you and stay connected.